All right. Um, I guess um, I'll be. <laughs> I know you guys is uh, probably waiting for us to get started, but um, I don't know what's going on with the calling um, app. As far as me personally, I think Donnie is being um, targeted. That's just me um, personally, you know. In, in my in my head, I don't think anything is a coincidence. But um, from her end, it will not allow her to do anything. Uh, she can't talk. She can't do no anthems. She can't do nothing. Um, you know. So me personally, I think you know. Like I said, as far as when, whenever you know, I've done this in the past. As far as you know, um, being a voice, being a political uh, voice, and a voice of you know, as far as a reason as well. Uh, whenever you have high, um, I guess you want to say high tensions, everything else uh, within politics, they will sh- they will shut your shit down. Um, you know, like I said, as far as they will give it give it to you where you can't function, you don't have complete functionality of your of your page. Um, I've, I've walked that walk and that's why I had quit. Um, they had defeated me as far as, you know, moving forward. Um, you know, because there's so many obstacles that I had to jump and, um, you know, I just got tired of it, you know, so it's like I had to take a break mentally, emotionally, spiritually and everything else. I had to take a break, but I, I think that's what she's going through. Um, uh, she might have to change her, um, her platform. I hate to say it, but. She might have to go to a different platform and just download uh, all her episodes and put them on a different platform. Okay, she's in. Okay, she's in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She says she in. You might be right because this is ridiculous. That I can't get okay. in app at all. And then you guys are sitting here waiting for me. That's not a good look. <laughs> That's why I was just like, I know it ain't you. So I'm like, you know, I listen. <laughs> I even listening to your old shows, it's like, you know, you come in and you do your, you do your thing. So I'm like, nah, something's, you know. But it's always on that on the other end. You know, like I said, you send me the screenshot so I know uh, what's going on. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I messaged Charlie about this. I don't know what's, you know, where he's at, but I haven't heard back from him yet. But I messaged him about this happening on a Friday, Thursday. So... Same thing, same message. Yep. So, I said, how you doing? I am better now that I'm back on here with you guys. Okay. <laughs> it worked this time. I was just saying, you know, because they can they can mess up the flow, <laughs> like your whole flow be <laughs> messed up. And I, you know, like I said, I honestly, you know, I don't want to, you know, point fingers at nobody. Cause I know you, you know, you you contact other people that's in uh, calling, but it's like. You know, you know how I feel about things. You know, something ain't quite right. And then it's like, you know, a lot of us that's in these rooms, uh, we believe that we just in here talking. Mm-hmm. But you know, when other people from the outside is actually, you know, can get a hold of it, you know, what we're doing, we're inspiring other folks and actually challenging uh, the core values of that person, you know, um, foundation. So it's like, you know, you're doing more than what you think. You know, we think we just on the phone and on the app and it's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you nah, it's 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 deeper than that because um I know just like, you know, you know, uh whenever you wake somebody up, you know, that's the most powerful thing you can do because that person that person's gonna be excited and tell all their people about, you know, how they got woke up and what to look at. Um so yeah. 
you're fighting a good fight, believe it or not. You know, and some people that's listening, um, you're fighting the fight too by listening and actually, you know, sharing uh, the content. So, like I said, as far as let's keep let's keep going. Uh, sometimes we just gotta, you know, motivate each other that you know it's not in vain. Uh, what we're doing is not in vain. Um, you know, you touch one person, you, you completed your mission. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And again, I want to thank you for being here with us um, on Sunday, on a different day, because of technical technical difficulties. I appreciate you. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> like I said, like, give me a time. <laughs> give me a time. I'm gonna try to make it work. So, you know, that's just me. And uh, like I said, I, I really value what you're doing. So, um, I'm always gonna, um, you know, try to support and try to, you know, uh, bend over backwards to do what we got to do. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, and, and we have some things coming up. One thing is a project, a research project, but we can't really get into the nitty gritty quite yet on what that's about, but it's going to be huge. Shock is going to be huge, isn't it? <laughs> Monumental. Like, it's <laughs> like, uh, no, nah, honestly, like I said, I've been excited. Like, you just don't know, uh, even off. I'm different, you know, like I said, as far as you got to talk to me. I'm not really, you know, a person that's like a texter or whatever the case be. But mm-hmm. early, like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm excited because it's like, you know, I just love things that we talked about. I love putting that in front of people so they can actually, um, you know, look into it and challenge themselves. So um, I think it's going to be a huge eye opener. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to do a lot for a lot of people. So let's- yeah. We say a a lot of people is going to be a lot of people. So, you know, I'm excited and I'm really, I'm really, um, you know, it's other folks that do things, you know, I still watch it and everything else without, you know, putting my feelings or emotions of how I feel about that person. I still will take the content and, you know, um, eat the meat, throw out the bones. But, uh, with you, it's like, okay, cool. I know what you stand for. Uh, you know, so it's a different, it's a different feeling knowing that somebody's solid compared to somebody being um, compromised. Um, you yes. know, so that's, you know, like I said, that's, that's what, that's the exciting part is I normally get asked to do, do things with people that's compromised. So I say, no, mm-hmm. I never really get, you know, solid people or people that's, you know, got value to their name. I rarely get asked, you know, to do something with them, you know, because everybody feel that we're in competition. And it shouldn't be no competition. We should utilize each other. So, Exactly. You're exactly right. And then the other thing that's not a secret that's out, I do need to put it in here. Um, we're planning on doing the uh, Constitutionalist uh, Tour of America and at the end of August. And, and it will end at the end of October. Got some places that have been requested already. First to go, three places in Florida, Orlando, um, Jacksonsville, um, possibly Atlanta, Georgia now, Maryland, uh, Nevada, and some places in California so far. But, um, yeah, so let me get this link to you all so y'all can check it out. Um, basically, I want to go on this tour with a camper and then go and have a cookout. Um, block parties, people who I'm talking to are helping me organize it in their areas. Um, flyers, everyone's welcome, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. We need to educate our communities. 
we need to show that we're we're humans we're 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 humanized we're not as divided as they make it seem like on the media and i also want to document all this information and when i go to the different states i want to make sure i have their state constitution um available and handy so people can realize some people don't realize they have state constitution and some people don't realize they have um uh, their own state congress. They have they have a house and senate as well. I want to make sure people are aware of those things and paying attention and understanding that um, a lot of times we've been conditioned to comply with the unconstitutional laws and particular areas and neighborhoods have been um, highly affected by it. I believe all of you, America, has been affected by this, but other ones have been more so severely um, hurt by it and in the People say, oh, come here and vote for me. I'll give you some free stuff. And we, we really need to start paying attention to who's actually going to do something. How long have people been offered stuff that doesn't happen? I mean, I, I feel like after the second time, you just be like, no, nah, I'm good. But we can do that with each other, but not with our politicians. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, whenever they throwing away free, throwing around free stuff, it's always, you know, some people say a red flag. I'm going to say a red blanket. You know, it's, it's it's a blanket, you know, that that's in the air because it's like, uh, yeah, we know anything that comes free from the government has a price to it. So that's big price. Always, always pay attention to the free words, you know. That's, Cause that's, you know like I said, no, because whenever I hear it, I just go, OK, what do we have to give up for it? Because you got to give something up. They're not, you know. The government is not, you know, here to be, you know, well, I guess they is here to be our parent, but they, they're the, the deadbeat parents, I should say, you know, as far as um, when you look at the government today. But, um, yeah, whenever they talk about anything free, uh, I just raise my eyebrow and say, okay, um, they up to something. So, <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah. they're up to, but, you know, it always come out. Yep. So today, you guys, I know there's a lot to talk about. We have uh, the Texas shooter, school shooter. We have Kevin Spacey, um, uh, sexually assaulting men. Going to talk about Congress and Biden. So you guys can come up early and start this conversation. So if you want to grab a mic, make sure you do so. Because today is open floor and we're having open discussion about these things. Um, if we're going to also talk about the school shooting, if you come up and talk about that, please uh, also discuss solutions that um, don't infringe on anyone else's rights. All right, first up, we have John. Thank you, Donnie. It's good to hear your voice. Good. And Chuck, always good to hear you as well. So, <laughs> um, Likewise, likewise. Yeah, thank you. So I wanted to comment on the school shooting. Uh, I've been furious all week because uh, – I just smell, you know, false flags and I, you know, this whole thing just really stinks. Um, you know, the whole focus is on guns, but the questions that aren't being asked are first off the shooter, where did he get the $6,000 to buy the guns, the ammo, the vest? And I, I didn't hear quite if he has armor, really had armor or not, or a thin plate, but but anyways, they said it was five to six grand. Where did he get it? Did he get the credit card from his mom? Did he get it? Uh, you know, I think these. this is a question that needs to be answered because that was a lot of money uh, for for getting those weapons and getting the uh, arsenal for what he had and, you know, for what he did. 
And I think that's one question that needs to de- really be answered. The other thing is just the, sh- the event itself, because we know that uh, one of the teachers left the door cocked open w- with a rock, they say. And like two minutes later, the shooter goes in and starts doing what he was doing. And uh, the other question is, so why was the door cocked open? I mean, there's questions regarding that because it wasn't supposed to happen. Um, also the guard that was supposed to be there, I guess, wasn't there. Um, and then the other question is, and I think they're trying to get on top of it because this is what Abbott's all furious about is, uh, you know, the police making everybody stand down, like not letting the parents go in school. I'm just saying that those police would not have contained me from going into that school. There was one lady that was able to get her handcuffs off and she went and grabbed her two kids and, and took them out of the school. But the big question is, what was going on with the police? Why was that order to stand down given? Why wasn't anybody allowed to go in? I mean, what finally took that shooter out was a guy. I, I The story I get is he was at his barber. He borrowed a shotgun. He was a border guard. Borrowed the barber's shotgun, goes in and takes out the shooter. But we also know another thing. I guess this is number four, that the shooter was into drugs heavily. And this is a common theme for all of these mass shooters where they're on psychotropic drugs or there's drugs involved. I mean, it's, it's been the case for every mass shooting that there's drugs involved with these shooters. And, uh, and, uh, you know, and then the other thing too, is this is another shooter that was on everybody's watch list. Again, all of these shooters that do this, uh, they're on somebody's watch list. They're on the FBI's watch list. I mean, we, we hear this all the time. Why isn't something done about it other than they're just on the watch list? So um, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And these are common questions that are present with every mass shooting. And these are things that need to be looked into. Um, and uh, it's kind of interesting that many of the Border Patrol agents and police who responded to the Uvalde school shooting were uninvited from Biden's event. So um, I think, uh, you know, having said all that, the solution is, is what Israel's doing. Uh, you know, we got to harden the schools. Uh, you know, there should be armed guards at the schools. I mean, yeah, cases like Israel, I mean, they're like at ground zero for all the terrorist activity. And yet you never hear of a mass shooting there. And, and, and with the schools, uh, and you know, there's all, and, and uh, it's because they harden the schools. They have armed guards at the schools. They have fencing. There's one way in and one way out, and they haven't had a mass shooting event at these schools. And they're again, they're at ground zero. They're at much more dangerous uh, areas than 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 we are with our schools. And so I'll say that uh, you know we sent forty billion to Ukraine. And, uh, you know, Pelosi, for example, has huge fences installed around the Capitol. Why not take the $40 billion that was sent to Ukraine and, and permanently fence the school grounds? I mean, that would, that would easily cover it throughout the country. If it's good enough for uh, Pelosi, why not good enough for the children? Instead of Democrats defunding the police, how about funding the police and uh, putting armed guards at these schools? Uh, the money is there. I mean, we're just sending it elsewhere. I mean, when you get right down to it, the Democrats and the Republicans, some Republicans, um, they don't want this solved. They really don't. They, you know, their whole agenda is to get the guns. I mean, that's become clearer than ever. 
And, uh, you know, this goes back to what uh, we've talked earlier about. You know, tyrants have taken control. And they are in the form of the Democrats and the Republicans. And uh, the only hitch in their plans uh, through the years, you know, whether it's been Obama or the Bushes or whatever, was Trump got in. He was an outsider and they had to take him out. And what we saw in 2020, there was a coup that was done. They got Trump out, but the tyrants are in control. And and what has me concerned is that McConnell has, uh, you know, commissioned uh, several Democrat, excuse me, several Republican senators to work with the Democrats to come up with some resolution. Well, they include the likes of like Lindsey Graham and John Cornyn and people like that, that we all know are rhinos and don't trust any of them. So I really fear something's going to come out of this. And it's the wrong thing to do, because like I've said before, uh, you know, every year there's over 3 million lives that are saved by DGUs, defensive gun uses. And, uh, uh, you know, people have to be, have the right to protect themselves and arm themselves. And, uh, you know, this could be on the brink of like a civil war if they, if, you know, depending on what they decide to do. But I'm, I'm very nervous about what's going on right now. Uh, we know what the solution is. We know what the solution is, but they don't want to do it. They want to keep this narrative open about the guns. And that just makes me furious. And I've been like furious all week about this because uh, this is, uh, you know, the, the wrong questions are being asked and uh, the wrong things are being pursued in this. So uh, that's what I want to say on that. I'd be curious what everybody else's uh, thoughts are, reaction to that. So I'll stop. Um, Donnie, you can, you know, because when I go, it's going to get weird. So I, I ain't going to even be PG-13 today. It's going to get. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. I, my mic was very slow. Uh, turning yeah, on. Shock, I'd be curious what you right, well, what you think. I, I would, yeah. I mean, with Donnie. Like I said, um, I, think, <laughs> I think a lot of us have been following uh, school shootings for a long time because it's, it's, it's been so many of them that we become numb to it. Uh, let's just be honest about it. Like, it's, it's been so many school shootings. We're just like, oh, it's another one. And it's not that we're heartless. We know we know who's controlling and who's doing it. So it's not yep. that we're heartless people. We know that this is orchestrated by our own government. Like, we know that. Like, all exactly. these people are whacked out on, on you know, MK Ultra or they, they, they highly sedated. Um, on drugs, like if you want to go to the, you know, the Aurora shooting, the Batman Aurora shooting, and everything else, um, it was, it was. Um, if you go back to that time period, it was actual uh, people that were seeing the movie saying that it was more than one, everybody got more than one shooter. There's always more than one shooter there. Um, at the movie theater, they said it was flashbangs, and then you seen the team come in. A lot of people forgot that, so you. Like you got flashbangs, you got smoke grenades. Who who is using smoke grenades and flashbangs? Let's be let's be serious about some stuff. Like I'm in the gun culture. Um, you know, a lot of this a lot of this stuff is expensive things that nobody, a regular person, is not just going out there and buy. And it's a lot of people that's in the gun culture in here that I see with their faces in here as well. Um, financially, we're not you know in the strength where we can't go buy these things, but we know these attachments. And everything else is super duper expensive, um, you know. And you know, it's like okay, let's stick with the Aurora situation. Like, it's, it's nobody's gonna go interview these people that said it was more than one shooter. Like, no, like 
how is this stuff getting out there where, you know, I know, you know, the media controls things, but it's like, we're, we're, we, we got social media now. So why, why aren't these questions being pushed? Why aren't things going viral? Um, you know, like we, we got to start challenging the narrative and then, you know, so that happens. Um, it took a long time for the police to get there as well, supposedly. Um, yep. if you want to go to, you know, um, some people say don't talk about Sandy Hook. Um, you know, I looked into the Sandy Hook situation, you know, start seeing, you know, it was, it was some inconsistencies with, with certain things. Um, no death certificates and, you know, it's just like, you know, all these stories. I, I did a space the other day on Twitter. All these stories aren't correct. Um, you know, and when you look at the shootings, you start to see it's a weird pattern of, of such of no death certificates. Um, when they have funerals, you don't, it, they all close casket, all of them close casket. So you don't even know if the motherfuckers in there. Um, most of these people that's tied to these that, that get away or whatever the case be, or don't play their part, they end up killing them later in a freak accident or they get involved with another shooting or, or, or like a drunk driver hit or like, it's always the same. We can switch and fast forward to the Las Vegas shooting. A lot of people died in the Las Vegas shooting, but have anybody paid attention to how many people died that was at the Las Vegas shooting that died in random random acts after the um the shooting like the same people that they interviewed most of the people that they interviewed i'm in vegas most of the people that they interviewed on the news they end up dying at a whole nother shooting you know or a whole nother event and the whole like why are these people getting knocked off like you know it's like they they cut they basically what they're doing they're cutting all loose ends and and that's what you're starting to see and i'm just like it's a sad situation and then you start seeing the fbi like you mentioned, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the FBI is always watching these people. They're always on the watch list. Why? Because those are their people. Every last one of these people are on the watch list. Yeah. It, so it, how it, is this little dude? It, it's never failed. On the watch I mean, list? Every, every shooter is on the watch list. I mean, have you noticed that? Every one. Every time somebody does a shooting, they're, you know, well, they're on our watch list. I mean, that's all you always hear that. And this guy is no different. And uh, yeah, it, it's just. So and, and then they have them. They have them in the same Discord as um. He was in the same Discord room as the the Buffalo shooting. Uh, the guy yeah. that that shot up. Like how is uh, these guys are in the same Discord? You didn't go cut this man off. As far as you know, what are they talking about in here? Like let let's just, all this stuff is is you know is a play. Um, anybody that know anything about Discord, Reddit, things as such, those things are ran by they ran by the FBI. They ran by the CIA. You're not so shocked. I, let me ask you a question real quick on this. What really, what I keep going back to that's really puzzling to me is this kid is what, 18 years old, 17, 18 years old, right? And, and, uh, he buys the gun, which I don't know if he's on a watch list, why, how he did that. But, but the other thing is, I would really like to know, I don't know if we're ever going to get the answer, how he got the money. I mean, this was not cheap what he did. I mean, this was like five, six grand. He just plopped down. And got this stuff, and and, and uh, I, they, it was a um, the gun was a Daniel Defense, and it's like anybody in yeah. here. No, I want, I want. That's my dream. Like, yeah, you don't just go get cheap. these guns. Yeah, and I got cheap. you know, like I said, as far as I'm pro, I'm pro two A all day. Um, these yeah. are not guns you just go get. Like, and right. then you know, like I said, as far as 
these <laughs> like they're trying to take certain things off the market and and that's basically what what they're trying to do uh well, with the day yeah go ahead you know i was at a i was at a gun show a week ago and you know i asked them you know like do you have any daniel defense or would you have this and these guys just kind of laugh they go no like, you know, if if you got one, let me know. I'll buy it from you. You know, it's like, I mean, these are not easy to get. And this kid supposedly goes in a store right there on the border and, and gets all this stuff. I mean, this is not easy to get one. And the other yeah. thing, I keep going back to it, it's expensive. I mean, this guy, yeah. he plopped down easily six grand. Gosh, yeah, it might be know. more. It might be more. Cause it's where, where'd, he, where'd he get it? I just want to know where he got that. I mean... I find it hard to believe he got it from his mom or anybody. I mean, how, you know, that's the big mystery to me in the first place. I mean, it just doesn't add up at all. When I first heard all this stuff going down, I was like, it's orchestrated and it's convenient. Why does it keep happening under certain administrations or trying to push more restrictions? Um, I don't believe in it being a coincidence. It looks like a pattern. So this keeps on happening. And then I have more questions. I want a DNA test to make sure that's his actual mother um, and grandmother because hey, I don't believe it's been confirmed if the person's illegal or not. But a lot of times the cartels um, put debts on people, get them across the border, and they had to pay yeah. it back. So there's a lot of different things that go in this country when it comes to this the illegal he's immigration a, he, going on. And I think to the borders wide open. He's illegal. He's illegal or legal? Illegal. So how, how did he go get a gun? Yeah, with I. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So. I mean, this thing smells so, so bad. That, that's my it thing. So if I want to know, so lots of these kids are not right. A lot of these kids are not the these people's kids that are they're, they're with. Their parents aren't with them. So I think there should be a DNA test. So investigations going on. They just. Just to just, oh, look, this is our narrative. Don't question it. You guys got to start questioning stuff. Don't just take what they're putting out in front of you. These are the same people who make our movies. So if they want to say you sound insensitive because we're having these discussions or we have questions. This isn't being insensitive. We want to know the right answer so we can have solutions to this problem. So I'm going to pull uh, Lance over because we have a line now. So let me get Lance over. And, John, I appreciate you for coming up and talking with us today. Thanks, Donnie. I lost him. Okay, no problem. Hey, Lance. Hey, guys. Yeah, so yeah, Second Amendment Constitution is a constitutionalist, so I'll start there, right? Appropriate. So when the founders argued about Second Amendment, the real actual reason it got in was because Southern states were not going to ratify the Constitution unless they could have guns legally so they could hunt down runaway slaves. That, but but, but, big but. When this discussion came up about several years ago, I looked it up. Let me go to the source. I said, forgetting about articles, what did the Federalist Papers say? Okay, and they talked about two things. One was there was an argument about even having a standing army, whether we were going to have a U.S. army. We were going to be, so the alternative would be a well-armed, well-regulated militia of citizens who could be called on. They compromised and they said, okay, you can still have militias, but because we're going to have kind of an only two-year budget at a time and we're going to have a, 
a weak standing army. And that was on purpose. Even though they were aristocrats and wanted to protect their own property, they knew factions. Some, some group of aristocrats could accumulate a lot of money and accumulate a lot, an army and, and, and overthrow the United States government. So it was about, like it says, right? The oaths always say enemies foreign or domestic, which includes the government itself. So there was strong argument and discussion about, yes, the idea of combating tyranny, even domestic tyranny. So you can, and so also the most sophisticated weaponry, even though the industrial revolution was thriving in England, we didn't, we were backwards comparatively. We didn't have the industrial revolution yet. Even though we had smart aristocrats, we didn't have the factories and the metal and the way to get it. Okay. So we were way out gone. And yet, The most powerful nation superpower in the world was England. They had beaten all the other uh, weaponry and ever, you know, at the time. And we still beat them, not just because of Second Amendment right. But what I'm saying is that that uh, but we did because of that reason. So uh, what I'm saying is that the disparate nation, the disparity between the most sophisticated weaponry they had and what we had wasn't that great. And a lot of muskets couldn't go that far, but cannons and other things, okay? My point being, you cannot, let me finish with this constitutional part, and then I have something I want to say about all these arguments on both sides, which I think are whack. You cannot be a stronger Second Amendment citizens armed person than me. As far as I'm concerned, arguably, not necessarily I want to implement it tomorrow. Why shouldn't a well-organized militia with, 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 with like honorable uh, retired generals Running a nuke, running and having nukes. Why? Just because they're, you know, in other words, I'm not saying that anybody should own a nuke. I'm just saying if you apply the same protocols, why shouldn't the militias own nukes? That's a theoretical argument. So let me be clear about where I am on the Second Amendment. You cannot be stronger on it than me. Okay. However, the idea that therefore we have to have Scores of kids getting freaking gunned down and we have to turn our schools into prisons is insane. That's insanity. And people on the left that want to say whether it's arguments about the Constitution or want to take guns away. Obviously, I'm against that. That's insane. Both sides are talking kooky. OK, not present company accepted. I'm not talking about here now. But, you know, I have to say. After Columbine, we didn't have school resources off, off school resource officers. Look, I graduated from an upper middle class suburban high school, and we had cops on campus because it was just a crazy time. And this is in the 70s. So it's not unheard of, right? But the explosion after Columbine of school resource officers, it has exploded. There's exponentially more security and doors and everything on campuses, on school campuses and security guards. And yet the number of kids getting killed at schools has skyrocketed. So the argument that we're going to batten down the hatches of schools is demonstrably false. OK, we need to create a culture that has people in it where right wingers and left wingers and gun toting righties can say can leave people in the inner city the fuck alone. And people that want to have an abortion can without being told what to do. I want freedom, but I want the freedom to let other people do what the fuck they want. Somebody actually said this. Gee, maybe the laws in New York City for guns should be a little different than Wyoming. I mean, you could there's more people in one block of New York City in a crowded area than there is in the whole state of Wyoming. So this whole argument is insane. America's insane. We're the only country in the world that has this shit. We're nuts. We're nuts as a country. 
You know, so I'm strong Second Amendment, but the idea that we have to let this happen and that we have to sacrifice people, law-abiding citizens want to go to, because they're not going to shoot anyone, of course not, with AR-15, but they got to have a, all of advanced military weaponry to go to a gun range, and so we have to sacrifice kids for that. I think it's sick. I'm working. Is my mic working? Okay, can you guys hear me? Yeah. No? Okay, thanks. So, Lance, are you saying that we need stricter laws um, in order to keep criminals from shooting up our schools? Lance. Okay. All right, I'll put Andrew up next. Um, yeah, this I, didn't, I was I was confused, so I, you know, I was just like, you know what? <laughs> he, he, he said uh, something. Yeah. He said something about people should be able to do what they want to do. People should be able to have abortion if they want an abortion. Um, we we yeah, gotta stop good. having the, just because you want these kind of guns, you're sacrificing other people's lives. You know what's so funny? I'm happy you brought up abortion because it's crazy. They care about. They say they care about children when shooting them, shooting up at schools, but they don't care about injecting them and killing them and disabling them in a, in, a, in someone's stomach. If you guys really care about children, like you say you care about children because of the shootings, and you should care about the ones who are, um, have not been able to be born. Well, like I said, so my body, my, my, body, my body, my choice when it comes to. Yeah. Uh, I think we, that, I think we delay. I think it's the a delay in there. It's like you you stop and then they come on and then it's like a a little echo. I don't know if other people hear it, but on my end, uh, it might be a delay. Yeah, you know, but hey, you know, it, what your body that is your body, but the body inside your body is not your body. Not your body. Just so you know. <laughs> that's 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 what I was gonna <laughs> say as far as my body, my choice. Um, yeah, the, the body that's inside your body ain't your body no more. That's, that's the whole point of, you know, having, <laughs> having an abortion is you killing another person. Um, you know, but like I said, yeah, you know, I ain't here to preach that, you know, like I said, as far as, you know, grown folks know what they're doing. Um, you know, we can sit back and be ignorant, um, if we choose to, um, if you choose to put on that dunce hat. Um, I allow people to have the death set, but it has nothing to do with freedom. Um, it has everything to do with protection and then protecting, you know, um, life. So everything that, even when I look at my two way, I look at it as protection. Um, when I look at a, you know, me being anti abortion, I look at it as protection. Um, you know, you protecting an innocent life, you know, so it's like everything that, you know, coincides with that. Um, it's nothing but protection. And, and, you know, if anybody's against that, uh, you just got to challenge, you know, challenge the, they, they mindset, challenge they, you know, how they're built. And it's like, we got, we got some messed up people around here. Um, if you don't want the kid, give it up for adoption. Um, you know, that's, that's a, the option as well. Um, you know, and I'm not, you know, like I said, it's not a knock against anybody, but it's like, at least you allow that, um, you know, that baby to live, you know, so it's like, you know, that's just me. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So when people say that, they'll, I saw someone say something about a fetus. Well, 
how come you're still not attached to your mom? Seriously, come on, it's common sense. People like to make excuses to do things, and the, the media, um, politics, and everything is giving people excuses to do things to other people. It's crazy how they say a baby is not a is not a human. I I remember distinctly when they said black people weren't humans either. So that's to justify just to justify their actions. But Andrew, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? I'm doing pretty good. Good. What's up? What you got to say tonight? Um, yeah, I just had like a few responses to the first couple of people. I feel like um the discussion on abortion is a different topic, but they're kind of related, so if I don't talk for way too long, I'll probably address that too. Um, but yeah, I think um I have a lot of overlap with the first two callers in some ways and then some some areas where I diverge really seriously. Um, so first I'll say some things where I kind of agree, um, or just kind of my take on what are, what are the causes of mass shootings? And I'll start by saying in the U S uh, by our statistics, which I believe is anyone who, any, any situation in which one, uh, person has shot more than four people, uh, that's considered a mass shooting in the United States. And there have so far in 2022 been 215, uh, mass shootings by those metrics. Um, I think that I definitely agree to an extent that I would definitely not put it past the FBI or the CIA to orchestrate some of these as a psyop in which I mean, you know, every, in every sense of the word orchestrate, um, or at the very least, uh, there is a clear choice, uh, to, to really publicize particular ones. They tend to be kind of the most craven, um, misanthropic mass shootings, um, and I think, you know, given that the FBI has, you know, come under record doing things like, um, you know, orchestrating the the Capitol takeover in Michigan, you know, the kidnapping plot to Gretchen Whitmer had more uh, FBI agents and informants on the on the, the squad of people. They provided all of the, the space and, and did a heavy amount of the planning for that operation. They also did similar things after 9-11 with a lot of kind of... Uh, uh, young and impressionable uh, and oftentimes mentally disabled Muslim kids to, you know, gin up a terror plot to keep the, the public fear and anticipation of a terror threat and the, and the Islamophobic and kind of racist mindset of that, of those years to keep it high, to keep their budget high. Um, and then, you know, we're also talking about police, you know, large police departments like the LAPD or um, federal police, they're heavily involved in human trafficking. They're heavily involved in drug trafficking. They also still do the classic corrupt cop kind of mafia behavior, taking a cut of uh, organized crime and that type of shit. So I think um, I think we need to pull apart some of these other arguments with this information. I would say that, um, you know, I agree with what Lance said, where he mentioned that schools have been have become, you know, have had a heavier police presence ever since Columbine, all while school, school shootings are increasing we've also seen it you know a swelling of police budgets both locally local police budgets and federal police budgets um under both colors of administration i mean i think it's ridiculous to to really try to pull this down into a partisan issue and point fingers one way or the other because i think both parties focus on one small reason why mass shootings happen in the u.s um kind of as a as a cop-out because i don't think they're honestly very competent i don't think they're very intelligent i mean republican and democrat politicians I think that either they are pork barreling money to their donors or they are doing their best, which is kind of piss poor to address the problem. 
Um, and then as far as like, you know, where do I stand on guns? I guess, I guess I would say that I'm, I am pro, uh, you know, legal ability to own guns. If you look at Colombia, for instance, by the way, Colombia just had a presidential election today. Um, it's going to go to a second round of voting. One of the guys who was running, uh, used to be in this kind of leftist guerrilla militant group. Um, and over the years through the nineties and two thousands, the Colombian government and the USDEA and other factions kind of convinced some of these uh, militant factions to disarm and take, you know, take more of a part in electoral politics. Um, and after they disarmed and signed these peace treaties, the government swiftly massacred these people in the thousands ever since, um, you know, the peace agreements were signed. You look at presidents like Uribe or the current president, Ivan Duque, they have a lot of blood on their hands from killing people who, the government had previously made, you know, attempts to sign a peace treaty with. So I think that's a lot of kind of random information or a lot of bits and pieces of the situation. But I would say, you know, I think we should address this from multiple directions. I think for one, saying we need, you know, pretending a that Democrats are trying to defund the police, I think is ridiculous. There's a few Democrats who fundraise off of saying they want to do that. Um, meanwhile, the same people voted to increase the capital police budget by two billion dollars nationally uh, police budgets have swelled since 2020 um you know and you also saw mass shootings under trump so I, again i think it's ridiculous to put it into a partisan direction i would say that from my perspective mass shootings main causes are social social isolation by which i mean community and family fragmentation um, and a lot of that is is economic a lot of that is policy design a lot of that is you know the banks taking people's homes after 2008 uh, they move into apartments, they get evicted. And then, you know, one of the kids who slips through the cracks of that kind of community um, ends up being one of these really fucked up kind of mass shooter people. They, they may also have, you know, drugs. There have been a lot of shooters that have been on some kind of antidepressant and there's been a lot of data showing it increases the risk of suicide because it creates more depersonalization in these people's minds. So anyways, I, I just kind of wanted to respond to that. As for abortion, I actually, don't want to touch that. I think that's a whole different conversation yeah. uh, for another time. Yeah, Andrew, I want to point out some things you had said about Democrats, you know, just some people fundraise on that, defund the police, because I don't think you guys realize a lot of these police associations or the unions, they are heavily Democrat. So I learned that when I was running for office myself. And then also, I'm happy he brought up the whole thing with the Democrat versus Republican. Um, this platform is uh, for neither party. Um, if I could have a goal before I die is to abolish the, the political party system. I think it's a major problem in this country. It's divided us. I think that way more of us um, actually like each other than hate us. I can literally sit down with people and don't, not realize they're Democrats. Let's have a conversation. And when then we, we find out what we are, we're still cool. It, it just it just comes down to we, we have things that we all care about collectively, but these two parties have been ruling us for a really long time and telling us what we should care about and what we shouldn't care about. Um, Shaka, you want to add anything before I throw up Robert? Oh, no, no um, you just um, the thing that I wanted to tackle. Um, you talked about it um, swiftly as far as the defund of the police is bullshit. Um, you know, like I said, anybody that, that watches any communism, um, any authoritarian, um, socialist, you know, anything, uh, you gotta have a police state. 
Um, you know, as far as, you know, when you, when you watch, you know, the parties, you know, do what they do as far as, you know, uh, the Biden's, uh, they're pushing in a, a police state and that's even on the right, you know, so you even have to, you know, like, oh, everybody, you know, oh, you know, back to blue, back to blue. And it's like, okay, most of these shootings that happen, um, it's the blue involved with it. As far as, you know, they're allowing the shooter to go do the, you know, shoot up the schools in Florida, uh, you know, shoot up, you know, the grocery stores, shoot. They always there, but they never act. And it's like, you know, how many times are you going to, and, and, and now you're starting to see the Democrats use that as ammo as the good guys are there and it still happens. So now it's like, it, it, it's a, it's a cluster. It's a clusterfuck of things. I hate to say it like that, but, um, you know, and that's why I don't play politics with anything of, or of protection or anything of my freedom and liberties. Um, I don't, I don't care about Republican or Democrat, um, you know, cause I know at the end game, uh, one is going to smile at you and then the other one, you know, they got the same result. One smile at you, bake you a cake. And then the other one tell you, go make your own PBJ. It's like, you know, it's the same, it's the same outcome. So, um, I appreciate them for coming up, uh, speaking about that. Um, yes, abortion is his own other show. Um, you know, so that's why I said something about it and I jumped off that subject because, uh, you know, it's not fair, uh, to, to, to mix the two right now because one is going to get, um, you know, left in the dirt. So like I said, abortion is a whole nother show. I don't know if she'd ever do a show on it, but, um, if she do invite me to it, cause I, I damn sure want in. Okay. Deal. Definitely will. Um, I'm, I'm very passionate about that discussion. It's, you know, we'll get there. Let's plan something on that. Um, but Robert, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Um, I, uh, just, just on a lighter note, I, I got one of those Philips Hue lights earlier today. I've been playing games with it. Uh, so it's nice, it's a uh, nice ambience. But, uh, so. What you been playing? As far as Kurt, um, I've been, I played a little Fallout 3, um, Ace, and some Ace Combat 7. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so as far as current events go, now the first thing I will, the first thing I'll say is this. You cannot follow the Quran or the Talmud and claim that, and be a, a, claim you're devout and be peaceful. That just can't happen. Read, read the books for yourself. Um, the second thing is, um, that all these shootings, they always seem to happen around important global events. Right now, what's going on is the Davos Convention. As in Davos, the World Economic Forum is having a convention on the uh, some health international health agreement and some health constitution and. And while I do agree we are kind of desensitized to violence, at the same time, we need to prioritize things, too, because what do they not want us to talk about it is talk about Davos. And, and uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, but the, the, the top advisor, Klaus Schwab, is he's an Israeli guy that uh he's an Israeli transhumanist that believe that 
believes that we have a surplus of human population we ha- and we have, quote, useless humans, uh, which in, is basically, uh, which is basically an elitist way of saying that they're not, uh, they're not doctors, lawyers, or scientists, so they don't matter. They're just, they're just regular people. Uh, so the, the, and when you think of, and when you think about all these current events, they want us frustrated. They want us to be on information overload. We need to keep our eyes on the targets. And, and Shaka, you're absolutely right that we still need to remember that these are human beings that are getting shot. You're absolutely right. But these discussions we have all the time and it's, it's kind of hard to get anyone to come to an agreement because, uh, because you got the absolute gun rights people on one side, you got the absolute gun control people on another. I'd like to find how, what, what is the balance in all this? And I do, I personally believe, yes, if you want an F-16 in your backyard, go for it. You want a tank? Go for it. You shouldn't, they shouldn't have to strip the military stuff. You know, cause I've been listening to a book called 1776 by David McCullough. It's a really good book. If anyone is interested in, in history and and it it presents a lot of good information. So you might want to also add that to your reading list, by the way. Excellent. Thank you, Robert. Can you add the book and the author in the live chat, please, so everyone can see it? If you have a link, even better. Um, you know, when you were talking about coming into the middle of an agreement, um, and then you were talking about the tanks and having whatever people owned. I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. So you go in this direction where he wants to compromise on our rights more. I feel like we've had enough compromising. And the the, the fact that you the we have guns so we can um, hold our own against a tyrannical government. Um, also, if, if another country invades, why do you think that we don't, haven't had so many problems in this country regarding other countries coming here and invading us? Um, was it Switzerland? At some point, they have required all their citizens to have firearms and then and have, they never touched them. So, and but he went after all of Europe. So they had to think about why they would want to disarm our citizens. If we have crazy maniacs out here shooting up people, why would you want to disarm your citizens? That puts us at risk and that's dangerous. And so for me, the government's pushing for to take your guns away. Um, the question you should be asking is what do they plan on doing that makes us, what would make us want to go up against them. I feel like they've done a lot already, but now what are they really planning to where they need the citizens disarmed? But again, Robert, thank you for coming up. I appreciate you for adding your input. North, you are next. And then Andrew, because you haven't spoken yet. Hey, North, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Sorry, this okay. is my first time using the app. I didn't know I had to unmute myself. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, first thing I wanted to know is, like, where did you guys get the information that um, the Texas shooter was illegal? You said where? 
Yeah. Um, you could do a quick search on the internet as far as I've seen you writing, but it's a quick search on the internet that they came from, from Mexico. If you want to say that he's not illegal, his parents are supposed to be illegal and he's an anchor baby. If that's what you want to hear. Well, I mean, what the statement was, was that he was illegal. Uh, I, I still believe anchor babies are illegal, but that's just me. So yes. if, if your parents are illegal, you got an anchor baby, you're still not supposed to be here. So. Okay, he's okay. Right, but I mean, if we're going to be accurate here, like if he's legal is, by the definition of the government, is, or is he not? What is legal and what is what is not and the definition of it? If the government says he's legal, then he's legal, right? And then if he, even by your definition, if he's illegal, what does that what does that prove? Okay, well, let, I'm glad you had this discussion because I've seen you had a lot to talk about in the chat. Um, so. This is where this is where I'm at with it. We talk we talk about illegals as far as you know, whatever the case be. It can be political or non-political. I'm not on the right. I'm not on the left. Um, have we had a problem with anchor babies? Yes, we have had a problem with them, and including in the black community. Uh, this is something that a lot of people don't talk about as far as the black and the brown, the violence. We talk about black on black violence all all day. But the news will never tell you or the politicians never tell you that it's a it's a fight and a war. And it's always been a war for, for decades with black and brown. So when we have this discussion of anchor babies and then we have. So you're saying it's a race thing. How is it? A, are we? Well, you just said it's a war between black and brown. Who started the war? Are you going to. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying you're. Are you going are you, are you to cut me off? I really don't. All my no, I'm trying. I'm trying to get you to clarify. Okay, cool. Well, allow me to clarify. So, when you have a war between black and black and brown, which I'm telling you that it's a political situation, not a race where it's like black people hate brown and brown hate black. What they do is they bring in a lot of people that's illegal and they put them right into the community. So you have a black community that's really the smallest community. Are you in Canada? Yep. Okay. So. I'm basically preaching to the choir um, as far as, you know, you're not going to quite understand the black community in America. Um, so what they do, they put us against each other, our government, the same government that we just watched. Um, but they put us against each other and they only focus on certain things that they want to focus on. Um, if this was a, a right situation or whatever the case be, they probably would focus on the fact that this dude is an anchor baby. Me, I'm not on the right, I'm not on the left. So I can focus on all aspects around. Um, if this was a left situation or the right wanted to attack the left, they would say that he was in the transgender um, you know, community and they'll use that just how they'll use if it was a white supremacist or a black supremacist. So why is it that when we have these situations that's going on in the Hispanic community, they don't use Hispanic, they don't use Hispanic on Hispanic crime and they're not using the transgender card, and they're not using, you know, the anchor baby or the parents illegal, whatever case be, they're not using that as a talking point. They're just talking about just taking away guns and mental illness. That's what I was getting at as well. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of kind of like beating around the bush of something that really doesn't matter. Like, you, at first so, you're saying so, the guy was illegal, but he's not illegal. Maybe by your definition, he's illegal. By my definition, I don't even he's know illegal. if that's so. I, and then even if that was true, like it seems kind of like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon of like this. 
is connected to this, to this is connected to this, this guy connected yeah, to this. Yeah, you, like I said, and, you know, you, you, like I noticed in the chat, you know, I know, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, so I know who's, uh, you know, the people that's not going to listen and people that's not even tied to America. Um, you're not, you don't have no ties to America as far as in my community. So now you get to tell me from the out. Then y'all hand over y'all guns in Canada. Am I I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. No, I'm just saying. Then y'all forfeit. Like then, when y'all just getting y'all ass whooped with um, you know, with the with the the, the trucks and everything else, where y'all couldn't come outside. Y'all getting your no. ass beat on on television. I didn't no. see none of that. What do you mean when people blocked the border for three weeks and parked in the middle of the street? Blocked the border, weeks? wanted to come outside, everything. Like when when y'all just getting dragged up and down the street by your own government? No, <laughs> there was oh, like. Well, I, there I was like I a watched, thousand people that parked in the street for three weeks. I watched something that wasn't real. I'm talking about before the before the trucking. This was yeah, talking no. about before the trucking. Y'all was getting y'all ass. Oh, before the trucks. Kind of come no. outside. Okay. No. Hey, Shaka, I have a question for him <laughs> before we, when he goes back down. Hey, uh, real quick question. So. When you know you you come on spaces and you talk to Americans and you don't really understand what's going on here that much, um, and then you have strong opinions on things, do you? Or is your intention? Wait, to wait, wait! I didn't, I didn't give an opinion. I just said that he's factually not illegal. You did. That's not an opinion. What opinion did I give? Let me finish. You're not here. So. All right, all right, Andrew, you're up. Oh well, like, I was gonna give him. I like giving I like giving people but, a point. Like, okay, he's le- he's legal, so let's talk. So what? So here, here's the thing. I want to have a question. Like, he has all these questions and wants to question us, and but I can't ask him a question because it sounds like people in other countries like to call in or be on our spaces. They're coming to talk about American politics because they're trying to influence our politics. I'm just <laughs> his intentions were to right. come up here. To try to influence American politics. If he has no intention of changing anything, how does it benefit that's him? That's what I had seen when he's he was curious. at the bottom. Honestly, like I said, they, they stick out like a sore thumb. It's like, okay, let's say the guy is is legal by the technicality. So he's legal. All right, what are we? What what's the discussion now? But it's like you know, for him to sit back and say, I didn't see people get you know, that the citizens of Canada wasn't getting dragged up and down the streets before um, the truck brigade is a lie. Um, I watched that happen. And I said, damn, you know, it's like this is what happens when you turn in your guns. Like this is this is exactly what happens in these countries when you turn in your guns. It's like, um, did we go through lockdown in America? Yes. But you didn't see people getting beat up. You didn't see people getting dragged up and down. That's what you did. You didn't see that. Now, you've seen some people, you know, trying that, you know, oh, your job might fire you, whatever the case be. They, w- they had a different way of strong arming us. In Canada, they was strong arming them physically. And that's why I said, whenever you hand over your, your, your protection, then you're at the mercy of your own government. So that, that's what separates the two. And that's why I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit back and listen to somebody that willingly hand over how to protect himself and how to protect him fa- his family. I, like, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can tell me after that. Exactly. Appreciate that. Hey, Andrew, thank you for your patience. Go ahead. Hey, well, that was interesting. Um, well, I'm from the United States. I'm an American. I'm from Fairbanks, Alaska, and I just have one Winchester 300 in Fairbanks, but I'm living in uh, Boise, Idaho, and 
I think that conversations like that last one are are not interesting to me. They seem very divisive. And uh, I think that there was another caller who was talking about the World Economic Forum as well as uh, the, uh, there was another caller who touched on some of the stuff that I'm going to touch on. And um, so we have the technology to stop these shootings. I mean, it would be easy with the technology that um, Edward Snowden described where we can do mass surveillance to flag um, this shooter. Um, in the news, it reported that the shooter had uh, shot his grandma and had been messaging on multiple social media platforms for weeks before the shooting incident. And so what are the FBI doing? What are the the FBI is supposed to be surveilling all this type of stuff and preventing it, aren't, are they not? And the CIA, I mean, we know that they're, they're surveilling us, even though they're supposed to be in other countries, because, you know, we know that they're surveilling us from Snowden. And uh, so what, what are they doing? And, uh, well, we have the answers to that because we know about the historical behavior of the uh, FBI and the COINTELPRO operations. And uh, the reason that Snowden uh, came out and showed his face and showed who he was instead of doing an anonymous leak or being an anonymous whistleblower, is because he wanted to describe what was going on. And what was going on is that these people, the CIA and, you know, the corporations and banks that are backed by the CIA and that have a lot to do with the World Economic Forum um, are not interested in protecting us. They're interested in uh, protecting themselves and protecting the their their money and their banks and their military and they profit from these kinds of incidences they profit from the war because the uh say say that 40 billion dollars so so that's going to go out to government contracts to uh military uh intelligence contracts and uh those those companies are going to be able to uh show that to the bank any any bank and these banks are all associated all the banks are connected to the federal reserve which is connected to the other central banks it's a monopoly of money it's the central bank and all the banks are going to be profiting off of these massive loans that they're going to be able to make to the military industrial complex because the military industrial complex will be able to pay that interest back using tax dollars right so so our money is is essentially being funneled into these uh, oligarchs and the uh, these people that are, that are loyal to no nation, these um, multinationalist companies like, uh, let's say, the uh, British Petroleum, who is drilling oil in Iraq today, and and this connection was made by the author John Perkins, who is uh, who wrote the book The Confessions of the Economic Hitman. He, he described how he would go into, into foreign countries um, and uh, essentially tell them that, that they, need to, uh, they need to take these, these loans from the central bank, which are backed by debt. So all the loans that the central banks made are backed by debt. So if you ever pay them all back, then you'll have no money. And then uh, so, so you're pretty much tied to debt, tie, the, tie these countries to debt. And then make them sign contracts with the corporations that are backed by the intelligence agencies and that are backed by the central banks. 
And those people could care less, could not care less about these shootings. In fact, they pay people to Nazi. They pay people to be um, jihadists. I mean, if they want to say if they want to overthrow the United States again, like they did with JFK, when they did JFK, they used the anti-Castro Cubans because they used the Bay of Pig incident to get uh, to make JFK look bad. And then they used anti-Castro Cubans. And uh, that there's a book about this and there's a movie about this. Uh, um, Oliver Stone, uh, the chase uh, chasing assassins. And uh, he was the district attorney of New Orleans. And he prosecuted a CIA agent named Clay Shaw, who uh, at the time was the CEO of the World Trade Mart, the trademark, which later became the World Trade Organization. And so what's so the fact of the matter is, is that this type of uh, right versus left, um, red versus blue, all that type of stuff is exactly the type of stuff that the mainstream media and these these uh, uh, corporations and bankers who are backed by the intelligence agency that control governments um, through the uh, debt and the central banking authorities are uh, the ones who are not interested in uh, in us. They're not interested in our well-being. They want us to be against each other. They want us to to hate our neighbor or to I don't want to say that, but they want us to they want us to be distracted and disturbed and they want to be able to exploit people whether it be through drugs whether it be through they're exploiting a somebody who's a pedophile like they did in iceland to that icelandic pedophile they hired to uh frame julian assange and uh and so it makes their job a lot easier when there's a wacko that they can bring onto their team to do their dirty work and uh so that's the that's the uh, thing that I want to I want to focus on, and uh, I'm not interested in uh, left versus right, red versus blue, this versus that. I, I want to uh, I want you know world peace. I want everybody to love everybody because I think it is in our natural I think natural nature. I think we do better as community, as neighbors, as societies, if we're all working together and loving one another. Absolutely. Andrew, thank you so much for coming up and dropping this gems. I'm happy you brought up a lot of the information that you brought up. Uh, Very valuable information. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, both of you. I love this show. Uh, It's really great. Thank you for this platform. You are next. I definitely got to talk to Andrew about uh, about the following, but you know he seemed to know about. Thank you. Come back. See you soon. He seemed to know about you know as far as uh, yeah. anybody <laughs> that know about Snowden and, and talk about. He knows some things. You know, definitely dope conversation. What's good with your crypto? What up, though? So I love these real intellectual conversations, but I want to keep it very simple when it comes to guns in america one we need to stop having strong strong straw man arguments 
with people who are not from this country. Um, Canadians gave up their right to own firearms years ago. They're pretty much slaves to whatever the government wants them to do. And they have no choices in the matter on anything, which is why they can't even travel without being vaccinated. So we need Americans need to stop having straw man arguments with people who are not from this country because one is not your issue. Two has, has no effect on you because you're not even allowed to own guns in, in your own country. You have no way to protect yourself any way, shape or form. You're, you're basically sheep waiting for the slaughter. Um, secondly, I, I think it's very important that we really start diving into some of the things that are going on around these shootings. Like you said, like we were talking about before, the guy had a $2,000 rifle, two of them actually. He had an F-250 truck, that $75,000 truck. He had body armor. These are not things that people can readily buy. Um, and even if you do go buy these guns, you have to do a background check. So all of these things, all of these things, all of these gun control measures are already in place. I own guns. Every gun I've ever had, I had to do a background check until I got a, a carry, concealed, concealed carry license. Once I get to get that, I have to do a background check. I have to get fingerprinted and all of that. If there's anything in my background as far as felonies, anything like that. I can't own a gun. You can't do psychological analysis because then that's up to the interpretation of the person who's doing the analysis. And they can say, well, no, you're not mentally fit to do it. Or they can say, yeah, this person is. So now you're leaving that up to certain groups or certain government agencies, which, again, also tie up a lot of our money in creating these government agencies. Instead of taking all that money that they want to deal and, and putting it in the gun reform, how about building a better infrastructure in our schools. You can't go into a bank and go shoot up everybody. You can't go into a federal building and shoot up everybody. Why isn't a federal building as heavily structured and armed and, and guarded as a, why isn't a school as heavily armed and guarded as a federal building, right? Uh, are our children not more important than people in a federal building? I would agree they are. Um, and this notion that all these schools are uh, being guarded well, and they they have all this infrastructure. That's not true. My son is in elementary school, and literally the only thing stopping you from going in there is a glass door. So, and a lot of schools don't even have that. So, with that being said, I think the argument the argument needs to be about what's happening with these people. Who are these people? How are they getting the getting getting guns? Because they aren't doing it legally. And I think that's where the straw man argument comes into play. Because first thing you'll get anti gun people saying is, "Well, we need to take away a specific gun." So obviously, the gun of choice that people want to take away is the AR fifteen. Cool. And that's no different from. I mean, it's literally the same thing as any other gun. Is a semi automatic gun. Uh, in most states, fully automatic guns aren't even legal unless you have a tax stamp, which means you go through even more uh, uh, steps in order to even get that. So the question becomes now, how are all these people getting guns? These are not legally registered gun owners that are doing these mass shootings. So that kind of kills the whole argument that we need to get rid of. We need stricter gun laws. Most of the most of the time, these gun laws are super strict um, and it's crazy enough, like places like New York and California, we have in Chicago, even when you talk about that, these are some of the most strict gun law places in the country. And they have mo mo probably more gun crime or gun violence, like they like to call it, than anywhere else in the world. So or anywhere else in the country. So um, I think we need to start examining that, like how people get guns in this country, 
because the overwhelming majority get them legally. And, you know, the people who mostly are doing these type of acts are not getting guns legally. So that's just something I've always kind of thought about. And then when you look at it, listen, you know me, I'll get into the MK Ultra and all that other stuff because I think most of this stuff is government orchestrated um, because one, they need America's the last place. It's the last bastion on earth where you can, where you have the freedom to own firearms pretty much unrestricted unless you're a felon. Um, and they need that, those rights taken away. And something Joe Rogan said, uh, and I'm not a huge fan of any particular person, but he said something and it really stuck with me. Typically when they take right, very seldom when a right is taken away, is it given back? So that's why it's important that we fight for the, for our two A rights because your two A rights protect all the other rights that are in the the amendment. So that's all I had to say. Yeah, that's that's my homeboy. Like writing them on down in the books. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm glad he came up because he dropped down, and I'm like, yeah, because oh, I mean, no, because people like, was making some great points, and I was like, until until the Canadian came up here and started talking crazy and. Like, my wife is Canadian, so I know they can't do shit. Like, they literally up there, they have to do whatever their government tell them to. So when you was talking about them getting their ass beat in the street, I know that personally. I She has friends that were doing the protests. So I know they were doing that, not the trucker thing. But ultimately, their protest can only go so far because when the police show up, they'll have guns and then nobody else will. So there's no mutually assured destruction. There's no fear from their government to 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 take away any any rights they want to take away in Canada. And I know this for a fact because her family lives up there. So they've taken away their health rights. They've taken away all this stuff. And so they never had they didn't they I mean they can own guns, but you have to like be <laughs> just to own a pistol, you gotta be part of a gun club or something stupid. So there's a lot of dumb laws in Canada. So I don't have arguments with people who are not American. Now, if you're American, you live here and you have certain beliefs in gun gun control, I don't mind having a discussion with you on it. But I think we need to also keep in mind that there is no middle ground. For the people who own guns, they're not giving up their guns under any circumstances. And for the people who want all this gun control, that's what they want. And they're going to use bleeding heart stuff. You know, yeah, of course, we all feel bad when we see 18 kids get killed in the school. But then we don't ask questions. Why did the police let the boy be in the classroom with the kids for an hour? Why he just shooting kids and they standing outside the classroom? How was they? How did they go into the to the school two minutes after him? But he was still allowed to stand around in the classroom for an hour before he they shot him. Like, how is it that the police are standing around not doing nothing? But then they're using their force to keep parents who willing to go in and save their kids lives from going into the school. So you see what I'm saying? So. That in itself, the fact that police were not willing to go in there and, and rectify that situation that parents were is a direct reason why people in this country need to have firearms. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what you believe or how you feel about whatever you feel. You're not going to be in my house if somebody kicking my door. You're not going to be there to protect me and my family when it's time to do that. So if it's my if it's my family. It's my it's my responsibility to protect them. And whatever means necessary, I choose to do that is my right. And so we're never going to find no common ground because my right to protect my family supersedes your emotional argument over why guns shouldn't be legal in this country. And now for yeah. real, now for real. Dan. 
No, I'm just saying, like, I'm glad you, you mentioned that because we had a space the other night we were talking, um, and you was up there as far as uh, co-hosting. And, uh, you know, like I said, as far as a lot of these people don't understand that, you know, it comes down to protection. Um, most of these shootings that you see done, um, they're not done by people that actually are legal gun owners. Um, they're not done by people that actually are pro pro gun folks. Like, you know, when you have that education, and I always talk about that as far as it being in the black community, once they start teaching the black community, you know, as far as, you know, gun rights and everything else, uh, what I remember it was two summers I was teaching gun rights to the black community as far as, you know, the inner city, whatever you want to call it. And they they didn't understand that most most of the people in my community were getting gun charges because they had their gun in their waistband with the shirt over it. So it's like I'm like, you don't have to do that if you don't have a record. It's an open carry state. So they didn't understand in the black community. They didn't understand what an open carry state is. So you got so many black men that don't have the education or gun education catching felonies because now they're concealing their gun because that's the only way they know how to carry a gun. So when I started teaching them that you can you can open carry, they didn't believe it. They were like, whoa, wait a minute. Like I can I, you can open carry your gun. And that's what I started teaching them. So now you have a lot of black people that's in uh, these communities and even on the Internet or whatever case be start to learn about what's the open carry state and what you can and can't do. Um, so like I said it's just come down to education. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, hold on. Let me. Uh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yep. I meant uh, that was great. I'm so happy he said that. Um, you guys, there's a feature in this when y'all come back and this is published. Y'all can snip it out some of the stuff you guys liked and you can share it. Make sure y'all do that. Um, it actually looks really cool and actually tries to catch the words we're saying too as well. Um, but yes, that was, that was so dope. I'm so happy he said that. That was great. I haven't heard from James or Jet yet. Um, so James, Jet, and then John and Lance, I'll let y'all throw in your last few points and then we're going to shut it down. Oh, Robert, I see you hopped up here too. Um, James and Jet, and then if you, you already spoke, you have a one. Hey, Donnie, you're going a little robot on us. <laughs> okay, James, uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, hey, uh, it's been a while. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, in regards to this uh, Texas school shooter thing, I don't know if anybody's brought this up because uh, I, I missed a little bit of the show, but um, I think that one of the things that is going overlooked is that a lot of these kids that um, end up being school shooters, uh, they are kids that were bullied in school. And one of the things that I've been saying after school shootings is that we need to stop forcing kids to go to school. Um, I'm not saying like, you know, totally shut them all down, although I, I wouldn't really be against that either. But 
um, these kids that are being that that are being forced to go to school. There's some laws, like in some places, if your kid is uh, misses enough school days, then uh, they will come and arrest the parents. I don't know if you've uh, heard about those, but um, and some of it is cultural too. It's not just the law. I mean, uh, parents should either you know teach their their kids at school, or um, I mean, teach their kids at home, or you know, I don't know, motivate their kids to learn stuff on their own, or whatever, or you know, maybe the one of the parents could uh, take them to work and, and show them, uh, you know, uh, teach them about their job and stuff like that. Um, but these, these kids that uh, be, that start shooting up schools, like if they weren't forced to go to schools, then, uh, you know, they wouldn't be getting bullied. And then, you know, they probably wouldn't become shooters. And, you know, then aside from that, there's kids that are at school at the time that don't want to be there. And those people that don't want to, you know, didn't, don't want to be at school, they wouldn't have been there when the shooter was there. So, um, other than that, like, I, I think that we need to normalize gun ownership and that, uh, you know, these people pushing for more gun laws are going the wrong direction. It's, it's like bootlicking stuff and, and like, um, we don't need more government. Like I'm always against having more government, anything that we can do that involves less government as a solution I'm in favor for, of. So, um, like another thing is, uh, we need to normalize people like defending themselves and their neighborhoods and stuff. Like I'll tell you a quick story. I was, asleep one night I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and I, I heard some woman screaming. And so I get up and I run, run down the street. And, uh, as soon as, as soon as I'm uh, getting there, there's a car driving away and, you know, uh, well, I don't need, I don't want to tell the whole story, but it's like, um, <laughs> You know, I'm not like trying to go out and hurt nobody or nothing, but it's like uh, I heard a woman screaming and, and like that was just my instinct. And um, people need to be armed and be able to um, protect themselves and others and not think, OK, I'm just going to rely on the government, especially after we saw what happened in Texas where the government agents just stood around and fucking didn't do shit while kids were getting shot. Like I said, I, um, since we got a little airspace, um, I homeschool my kids, so... Like I said, as far as our homeschool, so I get you know that's awesome. Uh, we got somebody in here. We got somebody in here that's uh, causing riffraff down at the bottom, and I I knew I knew to go check her, her Twitter profile, and I was like, once I checked her Twitter profile, I said, oh, now it makes it makes oh, yeah. a little bit of sense. So I'm like, you know, like I said, you can look at you can look at her. Yeah, profile. I checked it right too. Now, she, she, 
she looks like Antifa. <laughs> like some of these people can't hide, especially when I, I'm I'm an activist <laughs> in my own community. So I know, you know, I know different lingo. Um, you know, and that's why I try to tell folks is like you can't put me in a in a box. Um I still help my community. I still preach um homeschool and it has nothing to do with, with political parties. Um I believe, you know, if you can, if you else, you know, if you got the, the time, you know, as far as, you know, either pay for somebody to, to homeschool or, or try it yourself, but as far as sending your kid to the establishment, uh, you know, these schools are different nowadays. They're not the same schools that me and you went to. And, and you know, like I said, as far as mm-hmm. even then, you know, it has some discrepancies, but the schools now is nothing but, they don't even hide it. It's nothing but, you know, mind control, brainwashing, and rhetoric. And it's mainly, you know, um, sexist or gender related, um, which, hell, I feel anybody that's, that's you know, trying to tell my daughter or my son what they should be doing as far as sexually, um, and I'm not around, you're, you're grooming my kids. You know, so it's a lot of stuff that's, you know, like I said, homeschool is the best policy. Uh, they're trying to make it hard on parents at homeschool. They're trying to lock us up, trying to take away our kids. The reason why they're trying to do, do those things are not because of the safety of the kid. It's because we're building our own, um, you know, not to be programmed. So a lot of us do have our own deep, deep thought program. Um, a lot of us are so programmed that we actually believe that we're helping and we're not helping anything. We're just basically helping usher in um, this grand scheme of, of this one world government and this um, one world nation. Um, you know, as far as I guess people call it the new world order, whatever you want to fancy name you want to put on there. Uh, that's what they're, they're hinting at. And America is the last domino to fight against that. So if we're the last of the last, um, I'd rather, I'd rather go out with it. Yeah, you can laugh your ass off, but yeah, like I said, uh, went to your profile, you're a socialist. Like, I knew just off the lingo that some, some was, some was off with you, but, uh, do what you do. This is America. You got that freedom. But, uh, you know, just know that, you know, when you're dealing with certain people, it, you stick out like a sore thumb because some of the rhetoric is not lining up to basic, um, basic principles. Um, you know, like I said, it's basic things that anybody, no matter what party you believe in, should have. And, you know, like I said, a lot of it comes down to humanity and a lot of it comes to, you know, life. Um, if you don't if you don't have anything for humanity and life, then I start to look at you different, no matter what your party is. Um, but I'll keep it moving because this is Donnie's. Uh, this, is, this is Donnie's platform. So, you know, like I said, as far as I'll be quiet and thank you for letting me speak. Of course, of course. I wasn't going to address it because I think sometimes people do that for attention. So I just held on that for a second. But before Jet goes, I want to play something that Jet introduced me. It's to yesterday, and it's just a few seconds of it, not the whole thing. But I was like, oh, my gosh. So hold on. We'll listen to this real quick. Maybe. Hold on. Okay. One second. Let me fix my my um sound system real quick it is muted my bad let me get this turned up okay thank you for your patience it is worth the wait i promise one moment
Here we go. I can still barely hear my laptop. Hold on. Did you hear what he said, Shaka? Shaka, Shaka, did you hear what he said? If not, I'm going to play it again. Hold on. One more time. Did you hear that? Nah, not really. But I, I think it's something to do with just, you know, accepting people for people. Um, I think that's what I got from it. You know, I'm just guessing, you know, but if I had to do a trivia, I'm going with accept people for being human. Uh, final answer. Okay, so I believe what he said, and Jet, you can correct me if I'm wrong. He said, anytime a black man stands up for his constitutional rights, he dies. Hold on. One more time. See if you catch it. That is Eric, yeah, the architect. I heard it that time. Um, okay. I thought that was cool. It was a coincidence. I heard that. I'm like, I like that. <laughs> hey, Jet. What's up? What's up? Yeah, it's a pretty dope song. Um, you know, I like Eric the Architect and Lloyd Loyal Carner. He's a UK rapper, but Eric the Architect is a, a U- rapper from the States. But I just have uh, three things um, with the account that James added his two cents in. I don't disagree with you james i just have three things that um i guess parts of it i agree and parts of it i don't um the first thing i'm going to address has been said by uh multiple people um crypto being one not like dissing you crypto but uh crypto being one uh i don't and i don't know like how the extent of what y'all are going at when y'all say this but i don't believe that it is at least in Texas alone, because I am in Texas and there are certain stipulations to certain things and gear when you start talking about like getting real tactical. But for as far the most part, Texas is pretty lenient. You can get any rifle or shotgun at the age of 18. And uh, I know crypto, you talked about uh, needing uh, before going through a background check. But uh, once you get your, your uh, CHL in Texas, we call it a CHL, which you don't need because we are open carry state also so you know that does have another like a ploy of what i'm saying of like how lenient and in a sense to a certain category of people the state of texas alone is also with the the um the chl once you get a chl yeah you do have to get fingerprinted you do have to go through a course i believe it's a three-hour course or some uh ranges and instructors do a five-hour course um and also it could stipulate if you get your range time added while you pay for your class time and, and do it all together or if you come back separately after you do your class time and then go ahead and pay for your range time again and then you have to pay for the fingerprints and license and all that stuff and yeah once you do that though you don't have to wait for that background check anymore you don't have to wait for your brady date and so uh the thing about that is i believe under those 
legal parameters, it's pretty lenient. And then if you look at Arizona, they have even better gun laws than us because in my perspective, because only be simply because of the handgun rights or the handgun laws that out in Arizona, you can have a handgun at the age of 18. See, and, and I believe rifles and, and shotguns are as such out there also. But for us, it's 21 in state, Texas, 21 own handgun. And it is eight an assault rifle, uh, semi-automatic. And as far as fully automatic, you have to have a class three weapons license, which is a little bit more, uh, than the CHL. You have a CHL, they look at, they deem you more of, um, I guess, uh, a, a, a less of a liability to give you your class three to go get fully automatic, uh, weapons or, or whatnot. What's a, and you are also able to do class, uh, I mean, private sales. And that's the only thing I have to say that I don't think it's that hard to get certain d- things on with gear and, and certain guns in the state of Texas, at least. Now, with the like um, with the second thing I have to say, it was about schools and it kind of like what I have to say specifically kind of hits with um, uh, that young lady, Allison, in the chat. It also has to hit with a couple of other people who talked about the school systems. I know Shaka being one of them. And I agree with you, Shaka, when you say that homeschooling is the best uh, form of uh, education for people who care about what their kids are being taught and all that good stuff right now. I actually have a different idea. And to just hit on the first couple of notions that I have with the school thing is that I believe we need to reform schools. And so I believe, Allison, in the chat, you said um, something about along the lines a couple of like 30 minutes back about um, and make schools look more like prisons. Well, see, I, I agree with you not making them look like prisons, but I also want to let you know that we spend more money on our prisoners in the state of America than we do our children in the United States. And that's just public. Now, private, that's different, but that's another that's another conversation. And so, therefore, I do believe Shaka is right for homeschooling, but I also think instead of referring or things that we haven't, not not the things that we haven't reformed are the school system. And I brought it up to Donnie before in a private conversation, but I'd like to see a co-teaching school where every classroom has a male and a female that are have have had kids themselves they have to have a a guideline of things that i believe are respectable amongst a male and a female and they don't have to be together that's that's you know totally against what i believe you know in fraternization and all that stuff but i believe co Co-teaching would do wonders for schools. If there's a school that will come out and say, hey, we're going we're doing this project for two teachers in the classroom and male. One of them has to be male. One has to be female. I just believe that would do wonders. Also, the third thing I had to address. uh, uh, I forgot. But you know what? I'm not going to stay on here long. I appreciate you for hearing me out. Appreciate it. Nah, like I said, I'm glad you brought up um, school reform. Um, You know, like I said, that's something. I just, you know, I just try to keep things where I'm not too, uh, too emotional tied to, to whatever the topic is. But, um, yes, we need school reform. Um, you know, and, and that goes on both sides of the fence. Um, it goes to, you know, like I said, it's a lot of things that my mom taught me because, um, you know, like I said, she was an educationer. Um, you know, she partaked in that, in that part as well. Uh, but she dealt with, you know, world history. Um, you know, just and and I believe that Black history is American history. 
Um, that's a lot of things. You know, a lot of people on the right and left don't understand that aspect of it. Um, they believe that it's separate, you know, and it's like it's, it's not separate, but it was isolated. Um, if you if you I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say if you like 25 and up, um, they isolated our, our our our, you know, education system with, you know, just black history. And, you know, then you got everything else. You know, so like I said, it's until we, you know, both parties, you know, whatever you want to you want to call it, both ideologies sit down and say, OK, we're going to teach history. We're going to teach, you know, the straight education. Uh, that's what, you know, I think we'll grow as a unit with that, because a lot of people are, you know, even in the black community, they're miseducated. And even in the white community, they're miseducated. So when we have these talks, um, you know, it's a lot of things that's not said, you know, like one person just said he's more two A than me. Um, you know, like I think he's coming up. Lance say he's, you know, he's the biggest two A person, pro two A person ever, or in here, or anybody's harder than him. And I, I refute that because I know, you know, just what the two A um, being a black man and knowing history, uh, the two A taught me, you know, and kept me from being enslaved. Um, you know, so like I said, I don't think he can beat me out with that as far as me knowing that, you know, if it wasn't for the Second Amendment, um, you know, as far as our rights, you know, when we picked up, you know, we didn't have rights, but a lot of people got out of jail and the sheriffs couldn't mess with them and things and such because that 2A was in place, um, you know, but that, that goes into learning history um, that, you know, as far as they're not going to teach you in the regular school, you got to actually go out there and search for that. Um, so, you know, like I said, we all come from different backgrounds. Uh, we all come from different walks of life and I accept all that, but it's like, um, when it comes to humane things, we need to actually put that shit to the side and actually talk as adults. Um, not, you know, what your, what your program with or what your ideology is, you know, and that's what a lot of people are fighting, um, against and they can't really have these discussions without leaving that at home. So like I said, leave your ideology at home and let's, let's talk, you know, and, 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 you know, like I said, I think we'll get, you know, I think we'll, we'll iron out a lot of stuff as far as having adult conversations. Your phone breaking up, Donnie. Uh, we have two armed police officers that alternate. Is it still doing it? On my on my end, yeah, it's on one minute is slower than the next minute you rapping like Twister. Dang. Okay. Um, what we're gonna do one minute each, please, if you can understand that. And then we're gonna shut it down with the anthem finally. One minute each, and then we are getting off. Uh John, you're next. And by the way, if you go over one minute, I will I'm gonna warn you ahead of time so it's not rude. I'm gonna have to push you down and go to the next person. So John, go ahead. Thanks, Donnie. <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to say, I mean, there were great points brought out tonight again. But I wanted to say, too, that it's not us. That, yeah, I mean, we're not crazy here in the U.S. When you look at mass shootings, they happen all over the world. I just I was looking at a map while we've been talking and uh, it, they happen in China. They happen in Canada. They happen in Australia. They happen in Europe, Russia and everywhere. It's not just here. And uh, but we do know what it takes to uh, do it properly. I do think we need to harden the schools. We know we know what needs to be done. It's just uh, we got to get Washington to do the right thing. I'm done. Thanks, Donnie. 
can I, um, John, I believe what you're saying, I support, but my only, you know, my only gripe would be, I think that us as the citizens, um, should arm the schools. Um, you know, when you, when you start dealing me, I agree. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, like I said the line of work that I do, a lot of people, I don't go around bragging about, but I do, you know, basically personal security. So I'm, I'm a bodyguard. Um, okay. meaning like if, if you came to Vegas and you had something you had to do, I would, I would make sure that you, you know, you're safe. Uh, when you start dealing with contracted people, federal government, whatever case be, uh, they still fall under those agendas of the government. So that's why I said I would rather deal with regular people. Um, I don't deal with, you know, government contracts and everything else because I know it's certain things that they want me to compromise. So I deal with just straight, you know, personal contracts or personal, um, interactions as far as if you need me okay this is my hours boom 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 this is how much i pay boom boom well you charge and, and we go from there but, um, but when you're dealing with federal federal contracts these people don't have your best intentions so that's why i'm just saying as far as if they can send money to you know billions of dollars to ukraine uh they can pay us some some minimum wages to watch you know watch the school uh you know like i said i think a lot of people that's regular folks would actually sign up and, uh, you know, for a minimum wage or a little bit higher to actually just make sure that these these kids are actually protected. Um, you know, so that's you know, that's my only gripe is I know that a lot of people become compromised with different um, with different things. So that's that that would be my only gripe. But as far as what you're saying, as far as hardening the schools, I believe that we're supposed to protect our, our, our kids. Um, that's our future. Yeah, no, I agree. That's that's a great point. I mean, I, I think, in fact, what you're saying, I think that's what they do in Israel and places where it really works. And, uh, you know, like they may have ex-military or, or people that are trained for it, like you said. And uh, all I know is like they're like at ground zero. And, you know, there would be a terrorist act every day if if, if and 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 uh, but, but they've again, they've had no incident. And so whatever they're doing is right, and that's a great example. And I think wherever else it's been done, it's been successful, too. I mean, we know what it, what what is the right thing to do. It's just uh, getting our lawmakers to do the right thing, and that's that's a whole different story. But, I, no, I agree with what you're saying on that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And veterans. I saw Jets are hiring cops in yeah. schools. Yep. No, I think it would be great for veterans, and I think they'd, they'd certainly step up and do it and do a great job of it. Um, you know, they, like, like I started out the program with, you know, there's just so many questions, uh, that, and there was, you know, I think there was supposed to be a guard on duty when this happened and they were gone, but, but the whole thing is weird. you know, again, where did that guy get the money to get the guns? I mean, cause that was a lot of money and, uh, you know, the door being left open and, and, uh, the whole bit. And, and there's just a lot of stuff that really smells on this thing with Uvalde, but, um, yeah, but, but, you know, I think, uh, yeah, those are good points, Shock. I think that, you know, veterans would, would certainly like to do it or retired police officers or, or whatever, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, like I said, I was in right. ingredients with you. Just, I think we should just, you know, have it how we just, you know, ironed out. Yeah. It's kind of like a neighborhood watch type, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. You know, people actually get paid for their time. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, John, for coming up. Next up, we have Robert with one minute. All right. One minute. Here we go. So, number <laughs> one, I think I think the cops are not trained for combat. I think that they need to have drills that involve 
that involve uh, actual combat training, just like the army, because quite frankly, um, the police right now operate on the idea of using overwhelming force, but that doesn't always work. The second thing is that we need a serious culture change because we've had guns in this country since day one, and the Second Amendment, well-regulated, means well-trained. Tra- well it does not give a license to put any kind of gun control uh, regulations. And quite frankly, as far as guns, my stance is if you don't want a gun, don't buy one. If it, but Don't get in my way of buying one. And I feel that same way, and we never talked about it. <laughs> so, what a coincidence. Absolutely. Last up, James, you snuck in here. Here you go. Get one minute. Oh, uh, hey, Donna. Yeah, I hit the button on accident. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's always great having you and everyone that was here tonight. We'll be back tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are back. If I have technical difficulties again, um, it looked like it eventually added me on. So I will do my best to sit there and stare at my phone until it works. But we're supposed to be here at 7.30 Central Time. I'll try to go a little earlier just in case we have another issue again tomorrow. Um, I want to thank John, Jet, James, Robert, Andrew, Wanderer, Adam. Mm. How do you say your name? Ainoa with the German Shepherd. Allison, Nine Ether, Ben, Gerald, Melissa. That's who I can see on here right now, your faces. And everyone else who's listening from the web version, I appreciate you for spending your Sunday evening with us. I hope you guys have a fantastic Memorial Day. You get nice and full from your cookouts. And, you know, we remember what the day is for. And uh, God bless you all. Shaka, did you want to add anything else before we play the anthem? Nope. Thank you for allowing me to come on again. I'm always going to tell you that. And thank you for everybody. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, if we bumped heads or not. Um, you know, I'm still the type of person to deal with free will. And, um, you know, hopefully you come back and we build together as a unit, as a community, and um, go from there. Thank you. Thursday, hopefully, and uh, by that they are endowed by their creator with certain that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. 
You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. And thank you for staying throughout the whole anthem. I appreciate you guys. God bless you. Good night. Bye.